All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy October. Uh, welcome to Coming In Hot. Brent Wallace alongside our Nashville correspondent, no, not Bobby, uh, Jason York. Uh, good to see you, Yorkie, live from the hotel. Hi, Wally. Voice is, little, voice, is a little, voice is a little rough uh, this morning. And it's not because I drank too much. When you're in bars with loud music, and people know this, when you're, you, you got to talk loud, right? So yeah. I got a little bit of the uh, Nashville voice going on this morning. Don't, don't tell me you were talking. You were singing all you could. <laughs> I don't know about singing, but I was hearing some great. Uh, anybody that's been to Nashville knows how good the live music scene is here. Wally, you've been here many times. So it's, you know what's amazing? Because a bunch of my friends were here for a 50th uh, birthday party. Uh, our good friend Heather and Justin. Eight couples. Eight couples. Wow. 16 of us. Uh, sorry, nine couples. <laughs> there was 18 of us. Uh, there's me doing the old cheesy bus <laughs> tour. Uh, the, hey, here's how great this city is. Any, a lot of people have been on bus tours and they go on vacation. Our bus driver starts, he goes, all right, I want everybody to get a beat going. He starts clapping his hands. And the bussy. The bussy starts singing, and he's got one of the best voices I've ever heard. So even the bus driver is musical in the city. But it's crazy. Well, you know this. You've been to a bunch of the country bars around here. You would think 
you walk in, yeah, no, Ooh, here's your, here's your Pinocchio <laughs> nose. You would think when you walk in there, you've heard, wow, that's one of the best singers I ever heard. But you walk into the next bar next door, yes. exact same thing. In our lobby bar here at the W Hotel, these two girls were sitting there having cocktails before we go for dinner. And I'm like, holy cow, this girl's got a, and it's just repeat and rinse, repeat and rinse. Everybody here is so talented. It, uh, it it really is a great place. If you love live music, you like love having a good time, you love good food, you love sports, pretty good town for you. So uh, we were there not too long ago. Um, one of the, oh, I can't remember now. It's called the Old Red something, if I'm not mistaken. Um, one of the country stars owns that bar. Massive stage. Uh, you know, as you walk down Broadway, you're like, we'll just maybe stop in here and have a listen and then go for another drink at another bar. We stayed. The music was so good. Uh, yeah. We stayed there for a couple hours. It was, it was. I just enjoy it. And Tootsie's, of course. You have to, you have to go into Tootsie's regardless, and then you uh, make your way through all five floors or whatever, and then away you yeah. go. Yeah, Chris, it, it, it really, it really is something. But I don't know if you guys showed. I don't know if Gavin showed the picture. Like when I played here back in uh, 2003, 2002, it was busy, but it is a whole new level of busy yeah. now in this city. Constant. Like, it, it's nuts. Like it's the new Vegas. But just in my opinion, way better. Like it's just everything it is, is yes. at your everything's right there, right downtown. Especially, especially you love sports, Wally. Like, and it's seamless how it works. You go to a hockey game, you come out, you're right downtown. You go to the football game, same thing. You walk that beautiful pedestrian bridge, then you fought. they had eighty five thousand people at the football game yesterday. You never would have known it looking at the downtown because there's just so much. It's just so well planned out this city. Cheaper and uh, as also compared to Las Vegas. But uh, we expect to get our check from the Nashville Tourism Bureau anytime now for our promotion of how great <laughs> Nashville is. Uh, Yorkie, yeah. speaking of how great everything is, the Sens are our juggernaut. Right? They are 4-1 and one now in the preseason after yeah, last yeah. night's win in Cape Breton. Uh, the return home, if you will, for Drake Batherson and Igor Sokoloff and Kevin Mandelizzi. Uh Drake Batherson, by the way, as of Monday morning, trending in Canada uh, right now for his performance last night. Three goals, one is, or sorry, one goal, three assists. Uh, it's good to see him back, but you know, and he had seven shots on goal. You know, he wanted to play well in that game in front of the team that he grew that he played as a junior with. Not, not only that, Wally, and we, we had him on the show, and it's no secret anybody that listens to our show and watches knows that we like Jake Drake Batson a lot as a player. I know Bob, Bob's a big fan as well. He was banged up last year. He played last year, hurt. Um, I, I think it was really important. Yeah, for sure. Have, have, a, have a good game in your hometown, put on a show for the fans. But make one mistake. He wants to get off to a great start this season yeah. and, and get going. I think he is one of the most talented players on the team. And, and we talk about this all the time, Wally. That contract, that contract is so good. Like Under five. Under five, top six forward. He's big. He's skilled. Protects the puck, and everybody knows how he can shoot the puck. A couple of those goals he scored last year on those little catch release, those little changing of the angle shots. Yeah, sure. He's he's got he's got to fix a few things in in his D zone, but show me a young player that doesn't. Uh, and and I think I'm I'm really interested not only with Drake because DJ the sense coaching staff. That's been said from day one, how they're going to be a much better team structurally in their own zone. And, and uh, to me, that'll be the, 
early on in the season, it, we'll be looking for signs to see if if, if they fix some of those uh, things. And, and 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 Drake is a one of the many that that struggled in his own his own zone last year. But the talent, the yep. talent is, is undeniable. So here's the thing, though. So we're going to get to Yuri Schmeckel and Shane Pinto and uh, Roby uh, Arvente in a sec. But with Drake, right now, it looks like he's going to move to the right side to let yeah. Tarasenko play on the left. Or, or even not, maybe Tarasenko moves up and Drew moves down. I doubt it. I wouldn't want to see it. But anyway, let's just put Drake on the right. Is that a bit of a concern for you for a guy that's trying to maybe figure out his way in his defensive zone uh, to put Drake over there? On his offside? Yeah. No, because I think <clears throat> if you watch how a lot of the teams in the NHL break out right now, everybody likes to come in over top and make sure you have numbers. It's, it's, it's called staying on top of the puck. So when you forecheck that way, a lot of teams do this, and the Sens love to do it. You use your, 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 your offside, your weak side D, and your breakout. So if you're playing on your offside, don't have the blackboard here, but if you're on your offside, it's a lot easier to do that. So Drake being a right shot, when they when the defense goes a quick up to Drake, it'll go on his stick, and he'll make that little pass through the bottom seam over to the far D. And that's – a lot of teams do it because it's really hard to defend uh, when you're forechecking. So that'll be easier for him. I don't think anything changes as far as um, going in the, in, in, the, in the D zone because it's basically – you just got to take better angles to the point. You got to come that they say you got to come. It's it's inside out. And what inside out means is you go to the middle of the ice, you protect it instead of coming up the boards when you're going out to the point. And Drake got caught a few times last year. We, we showed a couple of video, but that's just anybody can do that. It's just, it's just paying attention to the details. I always say this about playing defensive hockey. You don't have to be super talented to do it. It's just a commitment. Um, and sometimes less is more. It's what well, last year. Right. Well, I remember all the times the Sens were running around, and I really believe less is more. Um, not a fan of, of man on man, so I, I'm really interested to see what they do early on to clean up some of those mistakes they had. And don't, a lot of those mistakes were young mistakes too. Like experience, experience will help with that as well. Uh, by the way, that preseason game yesterday was horrendously awful. <laughs> like they i can't wait for the final at least the final two games they play tonight in halifax which should be exciting because crosby's in the lineup and i'm not sure who all for auto i haven't seen the roster yet um that game will be exciting but it's still not going to be a full preseason i want to see these last two preseason games to see what they've got especially the last one home to montreal but my goodness it's tough to judge how things are going watching these preseason games a couple of notes though yorkie mm. um and we might as well get to them now. The two the two names that continue to come up are Yuri Schmeckel and Roby Arventi, who, by the way, played on a line with Arventi at center and Drake Batherson on the right side yesterday. They looked yeah. really good. Schmeckel looks really good. I don't mm -hmm. argue that whatsoever. My concern is a couple of things. One, he's on a two-way contract, and we understand right now the cap situation. And two, yep. he makes more money than Parker Kelly, uh, Yarventi, uh, Igor Sokolov, I believe all these guys that could possibly sit on the fourth line or play on the fourth line, he's the most expensive. And I think yeah. that's a concern right now. Now he may earn a spot <clears throat> at the beginning of the season on the Sens roster based on however the Shane Pinto thing works out. I just don't know that he's able to stay based on his salary number at the moment. 
Yeah. It's, it's all going to be dependent on what uh, Steve Steos, Pierre Dorian can get done as far as who they move out to, to make room for, for Pinto. That, that's, and, and I'll bet you they have a conversation with someone like that and say, hey, you've had a great camp. This is the problem. It, it's dollars and cents right now. It's a numbers game, as they like to say. Go down to the minors. Um, you'll be back soon. Don't change what you're doing. Have a great conversation because it is. It's it's they are so up against it right now, trying to figure out how to get Pinto in. So a guy like that just brings depth to the organization. But I'm with you, Wally. Like preseason, uh, it's just anybody that's watching right now. The things I look for is is a guy confident? Is a guy working hard? Is he uh dog and get nobody is anymore so it's anybody watching and judging it it's come on like how about this how about teams giving out game pucks for hat tricks and stuff in preseason <laughs> was that arizona i think i i forget like when did we start giving out game pucks for exhibition games hey yorkie it's entertainment we're here to entertain can you just accept it and be happy for everybody to get a, a game puck it, it, it came on. This isn't kids' sports where everyone gets a freezy. Like, you get, you get game, you get game pucks in the regular season, but they don't count. They're, the preseason points don't count. So you're not allowed to get game pucks. It doesn't matter. There's, uh, and by the way, I'm okay with anybody who gets a game puck. I, let's all be happy for everybody. And, <laughs> but somebody in this roster is not going to be happy. Now, here's one thing yeah. that hasn't come up yet because. We keep getting told that Josh Norris is going to play in the preseason and whatnot. If he's not ready, yeah, uh, because he's still on, I, I believe he's still considered IR. If he's not ready, you're going to be able to save that money at the beginning of the season until <laughs> he's in ready. the lineup. He'll be ready. I, I, I understand, but that's just, I'm just trying to talk some dollars here. Like, we I'll haven't seen him yet. So <laughs> is he in the lineup? Hopefully, uh, in the next couple of games here, but just throwing yeah. it out there. Now, uh, you this is a concern. Do you know how much pressure there is to win off the start right now? For yes. Yes. So they, you, he, he's playing. Like if for, if he is well, not a hundred percent, he's not going to play. But Yorkie, I have a hard there, time see, seeing he's not going to be hundred percent. I agree. I'm just saying, technically, as of right now, he's still on LTIR. Yeah. The uh, the issue, if they're so concerned about off to a good start, is Shane Pinto. And, and one of the reasons why, and you can back me up, or you can argue with me, I suppose, or back me up, uh, face-offs. Mm -hmm. You right now don't have – they've been awful in face-offs in the preseason this year. Um, you don't have Norris or Pinto in your lineup. And right now, yeah. uh, that's a deep hole through your lineup if you don't get them into your lineup yeah. right away. So the, the problem, that's another the, issue with Shane Pinto for me. 100% agree. But the problem is now – Shane Pinto's missed all of camp. Yes. So Shane Pinto's going to come in and start the season whenever that whenever that is and be rusty. So you so you, if if you if you say okay, we're going to rest Norris to start the season and we're going to bring in Pinto, it's going to be tough to get off to a good start if your top two centers is obviously Tim Stutzler, one of the best young talents in the in the league, yep. but Shane Pinto, a, a young player that's missed camp, I wouldn't feel good about that if I was a a coach on the, on the last year of my contract that really wants to get off to a good start i would rather have josh norris who's played all of camp i know he wore the 
whatever the yellow jersey for out, but he's his his legs are ready, his timing's ready, he's gonna get in a couple exhibition games. I I have a hard time thinking that they they keep him on the on on the, on LTR for whatever. Sure. I, all it. I'm it saying is, technically, as of right now, he's still on LTR. Yeah. I just uh, I just think they I just think they want to get off guns a blaze and start the season off. Let's go. Um, and Pinto's missed it, right? So it's that's that's the thing when you get into these contract negotiations. It's it's usually it's usually not great ideal for the player because it's going to be it's going to be an adjustment period. And Brady Kachuk, everyone's going to talk about that, but that doesn't happen often. Where a guy comes in and plays, it doesn't miss a beat. It's it's usually it takes some time. And and with Pinto not signed now, and the season just ten days away. It's going to be tough to see him get in into any exhibition games. Yeah. Well, who knows? in saying what we're just talking about, hopefully yeah. something happens in the next couple well, of days. And- so Elliot Freeman said, uh, and I've never known him to be very wrong, and that is yeah. the Sens offered a one-year, $1 million contract to Shane Pinto. Yeah. yeah, he'd be crazy to take that. Nobody's – like, <laughs> how how – if you don't think they're far apart, that tells you how far apart they are. If anything with yeah. Shane Pinto that's not above one eight at the least yeah. would be shocking to me. Yeah, no, I agree. It's hey, that's negotiations, right? This is it's, it's it's no different than what's happened before with players, and and that's just that's the starting point in the media. But I, I really think something will get done, and it's it's. Um, Man, we'll see though. I, we we still haven't talked about Joseph, the game he had the other day. I know like, it's fly. Like he's 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 not like everyone just says ah, just give him Matthew Joseph. Matthew Joseph right. isn't like a piece of crap. Like I know we had it down nope. here last year, but he's fast. He's play. He's got pedigree. He played on a very good Tampa Bay Lightning team, um, and he's a very useful player. Like this guy's an NHL player, so. I wouldn't just be giving him away, and I'm sure that's how the senators feel as well. Of hey, let's just let's give Matthew Joseph in a first rounder. Like <laughs> nobody, so, nobody in their right mind is going to do no, that. No. So a couple of things. There's one I want to get to it right now, but uh, hold on. In the chat, they're talking about just giving a, a nudge, nudge deal to Pinto. Let me get back to that in a sec. One thing on Matthew Joseph: when he came in uh, at the end of that season, he played on that top line, and yeah. he had like 11 points and. I don't know, 13, 15 games, something like we know he can produce. We know he's a very good penalty killer. So just to erase him off the roster isn't isn't what anybody wants. It's just a number. It's the dollar number. He's the easiest target when you're that, I'll say, expensive playing on the third line. Now, back to people think that Shane Pinto should just take a one year, one million dollar deal with a agreement in a drawer and sign Mm -hmm. an extension in January. Here's the issue with that. If Shane Pinto takes to the ice and in November blows out his shoulder and it's career ending, no more money for Shane Pinto. That's why you don't sign that deal. And uh, there's no promises that that deal is going to get brought out of the desk in January because you don't know if the GM is still there or anybody. Yeah, boy, I really, I really hope Tarasenko gets off to a good start. (laughs) <laughs> that's five million bucks right there that's uh money for pinto and money for a probably a pretty good third line player depth yeah depth. So, so 
like I uh, said, read Ian Mendes article today in the athletic. He, he, he does a pretty good job of breaking it all down of how, every, how they negotiated or signed Zach McEwen and um, yeah. obviously Tarasenko and, and all these players, uh, forgive me for not listing them off the top of my head right now. Uh, Travis Hammock's another one, Eric Branstrom, all these guys before they dealt with their number three center, who easily is a top end player. But, but think about it. Yeah, think about it this way. Tarasenko's on a one year deal. He's, uh, what is he, 30, 32 years old? The chances of him probably re signing with the Senators aren't great. They're, They're not, not he's great. not, no, he wants to go to, as far as I know, wants to just do New York next year. One of the three and, New York teams. And, I, and I've said this from, I've been saying it for two years now. I really believe Ottawa's a playoff team this year, even if they didn't go out and sign Tarasenko. And I think next year, Next year is the year. I, I really believe this team can make can make a little a nice little run in the playoffs. They're going to be that much older, that much more experienced. They've got a ton of talent. They've got all the right pieces signed in in, in the right places. And like, how good's Pinto going to be after this season? It's another year experience. Um, and I just I scratch my head at the Tarasenko thing. And it's not that I don't like him as a player. I think he's a great player. I think he's a he'd be a great addition on a lot of teams. But to me, like. Scoring goals is not this team's problem. <laughs> depth is. Yes. Depth, depth defensive structure. Uh, this team plays hard. Like coaching staff has always had this team playing hard. It's just they they weren't a playoff team last year, not because they didn't score enough goals, because they had number one ton of injuries, very inexperienced, especially down the middle, uh, and they yep. didn't show up the back end till later on in the season. And once they did, there were injuries there as well. So. I, I just scratched my head and why I said, okay, we need goal scoring. It just doesn't make sense to me, but it's still a good player. Um, but here we are. Pinto's not signed and um, we'll see what happens here in the next couple of weeks. All right. So let's put this, the Pinto thing aside for a sec, although obviously it ties into every roster decision. Uh, Yuri Schmeckel has, he's earned at least a look. Uh, going into the regular seat. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
if you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Is he on your team to start the year? Not right now because I... Listen, he has has he had a nice little preseason? Yes, he has. But I'm I'm probably starting him in the minors. And it's almost like a little bit of a test. Go down there. Um don't sulk. Do what you're doing and and go in go down there and manhandle it. Make it impossible for us to keep you down there. And then you sort things out and who knows where your cap situation is and potentially a guy. And it, hey, who knows? He no. You just don't like. Yes, preseason is here to evaluate, but it's not the be end and end all. Like just because guys put up numbers that's, in preseason, it, it's like people need to pump brakes here. Like that's what I wanted to throw out there. You're is, not playing. You're not playing against NHL. It's not an NHL team you're playing against, especially these games when you go into play in like the bear times and that. Like yeah, it's 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 good that you play well, like, Hey, it's, it's a lot better than going in there and not scoring and not right. producing. Uh, but it's let, let's do it over time. Let's, let's, let's see how you do it in the minors here. Let's see how you do it for a couple of weeks. And Hey, you're dominating the AHL. You are exactly what we thought you were. Come on back up. And then hey, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with spending a little time in the minors. It, it, it does, it does a world of good for a lot of players. And, and with all due respect to Yuri Schmeckel, he's not proven in the National Hockey League. I know he scored lots of goals in Sweden, but that doesn't put him in the National Hockey League as a 20-goal scorer. Well, he, he's looked okay. Like, yeah. I, 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 lo- I love his size. I like he's got some bite to him. He's got some hands. He has all those attributes. I just don't see him right now starting the season on the roster. All right, sorry, in the top 12. He might be 13. Yeah, and depending on what happens with injuries and all that, but right. it's a big adjustment too. Like again, do you do you want another person in your lineup that is not really that accustomed to playing on this uh, like uh, this style of game compared to the European game? So it's it's not a bad thing to go down and play some reps in the in, in the American Hockey League. But like I said, we'll see. He might make it impossible. Like he gets in another right. game here, and let's say he plays again, and he he, he keeps doing what he's doing makes it a lot harder to do that. So I always say this with exhibition, you get a much better idea the last couple of games of what's going on, who's doing what. And the games get better and better. It gets harder and harder. The, the, the lineups shrink, and then you, then you actually see what you got. Uh, Mishko in the chat just said McEwen is proven. Well, uh, one, he has a three-year contract. And two, uh, he's proven more in the National Hockey League than Yuri Schmeckel has. McEwen's not going. McEwen is not going down to the American Hockey League. I, will, <laughs> I know. I will, I will guarantee you that. <laughs> but now, like, but that's so that's a contract that doesn't all make a lot of sense. The three years is a lot for me. But again, he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's starting. He's starting here in Ottawa. He's on a three-year one-way contract. Yeah, I I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if he goes to the Miners. Yes. So, so there have been good performances. Obviously, uh, Yarventi and Schmeckel stand out the most. I just don't think they're going to find their way into the uh, 
the lineup to start the season, but we'll see. Um, Quickly, before we move on to the D and Lassie Thompson, I would like to uh, remind you, our show, as always, proudly presented by our good friends at Botano. Go to Botano, download the app. Um, lots of things that happen on uh, at Botano. They've, this, now, we talked about the plus 17 points for football. If your team is ahead, you win. If, same things for hockey. If your team is up by three goals at any point in the game, you automatically win. So uh, something to take a look at when you register at Botano. Uh, the three goals ahead is pretty cool. Uh, also, this Friday is a live hockey trivia, Yorkie. So uh, I'll be part of that. Um, more information to come here, but uh, look forward to Friday uh, live uh, hockey trivia. And, of course, by BEI, our good friends uh, up in the Valley, uh, heavy civil general contractors, uh, all your equipment rentals and so aggregate and topsoil sales. Uh, they do custom, custom crushing and screening plus uh, driveway ceiling also. Uh, give them a call, 613-432-1120. Go to bonishyourexcavating.com. BEI, helping to shape the Ottawa Valley. Uh, all right, Yorkie. Well Thank you. Hey, I like, I, I, I like that. Speaking of Botano, I, I like that bet we were talking about the other day. With Ottawa Senators total points. I think it was around 90.5. Oh, I'd be taking the over on that all day long. Yeah. But to me, that's I, a great bet. I, I don't know how they, yeah. I mean, everything can go wrong, I suppose, but I don't know how they don't get to 91 points this year. Me neither. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, so Lassie Thompson gets put on waivers. Not shocking. He gets claimed. I, I don't think anybody thought he would get through waivers. Um, there wasn't a spot for him, obviously. Uh, he did look okay in camp so far in some preseason games, but he hasn't shown enough through his body of work, I think, to earn seventh D spot. Is is there, like, I guess, what is your reaction to losing Lassie Thompson for nothing? What are you going to do? It didn't, it, it, there's a lot of D, like there's a backlog yeah. of D of young prospects. You've got Tyler Clevin, who's taken away any chance of Lassie Thompson ever really making it uh, at yep. this point in time. Who knows? He could catch on there and figure things out. The guy does have some talent. He's a right shot D. He can skate. He had a pretty good year last year in Belleville, but he just got pushed out, like, when he saw Tyler Clevin sign and all the excitement, it's like, you know, as a player, it's like, it's going to be very tough for me to crack, to crack this roster. Uh, Jacob Bernard Docker signed as well. Um, Brandstrom. Like, I haven't been impressed with JBD right now. And he's yeah, on but, a, he's on a one way Yorkie. I know that's so that's, that's why a guy like last, I'm just telling you, I, you know right. how it works. It's, Dollars and cents. At the end of the day, it's it's a it's a cap league. Ottawa's right up against it, and you got to make tough decisions. Uh, and and won't be the first time. So the only thing that sucks is he was a first round draft pick, and you kind of you're like, well, <laughs> so yep. well you can just say, yeah, we'll just blame the man's. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got a feeling that's gonna happen. Well, that's a Trent man pick. That's a Trent man pick. But I listen. I, do I think he's a player? Sure. I just it's it's all about opportunity. And this for, for the player, I'll tell you what, he's probably ecstatic. He's going to go to a new organization yes. where they're not as stacked uh, down the pipe right now as as Ottawa is with young defenseman prospects, and he's going to get an opportunity. So I'm happy for the player. Um, hey, if I look at my own story, it took me three years to make the NHL. I played the minors. It just it's it's opportunity. It's who's on the roster, 
and it's it's confidence. He just a kid like Lassie Thompson, he just has to believe in himself. So hopefully he gets a, an opportunity. But uh, hey, just like I said, we, we, the writing was on the wall, especially when Tyler when they when they when they draft when when Clevin had that year he had in college, and he got called up and he played really well. Like Thompson's down in Belleville, he's like, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm done here. It's the hey. new shiny toy. Yeah, and every right. and this happens in every single organization. It's just it's not something new, and it's part of the business. So, I, actually, I want to. We've been we, we're hard on Eric Branstrom a lot. I think as really. as a whole, uh, not, I, I as, not. I'm thinking of us as a city. Like we're we can trade Branstrom. It's okay. You really? I, I, think, I, I think people like, especially the people online, love Eric Branstrom. <laughs> there's a okay. There's a lot, but there is a. If we need to sign Pinto, we can move Eric Brandstrom, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does make two mil, which is a lot for me. However, yeah. I think he's been fairly okay in preseason. Yeah. He's been good, Wally. The game the game slows down for you. As Last year was a really important year for Eric Brandstrom. He got to get his confidence. And, and the best thing that happened to him last year was when all those defensemen got hurt. Chikrin got hurt. Shabbat got hurt. Brandstrom's minutes got a chance to elevate. And then you start feeling good about yourself. You start getting confidence. You hold on to the puck a little bit longer. The dif- those glaring mistakes go away. So that was it. That's why you're seeing what you're seeing. It's just confidence, reps. Um, he's an NHL defenseman now. Feels good about himself. I still think he's miscast in Ottawa. I, I, yes, I think this, that's I, the I problem. Think guy, I think this guy can run a power play. That's that's what he was drafted for. Right. He's, the problem is he's not a bottom six pairing. He's not a bottom three pairing. Yeah. He is like he's a number he's, four D. He needs to be in that kind of spot. And in Ottawa, that's not where he's going to be. Well, because here's the thing: when when you're a puck moving defenseman, it's really tough to okay. We got a power play. You're not going on. Another power play. You're not going on. You've now been on the bench for for six straight minutes, and then you got to go out and you got to get the puck and make some plays. Usually a bottom pairing defenseman gets the puck and it's a very simple play. He's not, he's not making plays with his feet, with his elusiveness, uh, evading four checkers. He's like, he's, he's not a player like Eric Branstrom. So I think he will help as far as the breakouts go though. Like he's good at moving the puck. He's good at breaking the puck. And that's a good thing, especially in today's league. Uh, Come playoff time. Sure. I, I, I'd love a bigger body in my fifth, sixth uh, role but he's a nice insurance policy to have as far as injuries go but if i'm eric branstrom the player on a one-year deal like he is right now he's on not making two million i would want an opportunity to be a power play guy because that's what that's yeah. what i'm best at and now and I, if i were him i'd want to get I, I would want to be involved in a trade where i'm a the central piece of it and you go to a new team because right away they're going to have to give something up and you're going to get, you're going to get a much bigger opportunity to do what you do best. So wait, does that wait, happen? I don't know. He was the central part of the trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm moving things, on. Things, things change. So it's like, Hey, Jacob Trickery comes to town. Uh, uh, now he, there is one thing. So, so they have JBD, Jacob Bernard Docker. He hasn't, he hasn't looked great to me in camp. Uh, so I like Eric Brandstrom, uh, needs to step up this year to be in that top two or bottom two pairing, if you will, with, with Travis Amanek. Like there's nobody pushing 
Eric Brandstrom right now. Had an A on the other night, didn't he? Yep. You just told me the game before when I said Josh Bailey had an A. You're like, ah, it doesn't matter. I didn't say that. Bobby said that. I said it matters. Uh, I said said Bailey's making the team. So again, absolutely matters. So, and I thought the same thing, and then you guys dismissed me. I thought it was both of you. So, uh, I apologize. Uh, I I saw the Brandstrom had an A, but back to Josh Bailey. I don't know how he makes the roster. I understand all the outside politics that he knows Jack Campuano and he knows DJ Smith and he's played a thousand games and he can do all kinds of things. I don't know how he gets a contract. Well, I think if they didn't have plans for him, they would have released him by now. Give him a, give him an opportunity to go somewhere else. Right. Yeah, like why, like why keep a guy this long? If you don't have plans for him, you wouldn't do that to a guy that's like, Everyone's talked about the amount of respect they've given him. They gave him an A and all this. It's like, well, listen, we really like you. That's why we're telling you right now that we're not going to keep you. So if you have an opportunity to go somewhere else. I I, I just think with the whole Pinto situation, he, he it's an insurance, it's an insurance policy yes. for you. But um, if you sign him, then you've got to, I guess you can put him on waivers after, but yeah, uh, he's got to agree to that deal too. Why wouldn't he? Well, because you know veterans that don't. Uh, well, the only thing he could do is go get, be sent down and then say he's retiring. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I think he's played well enough to to garner strong consideration to make this team. Um, just that that bottom six doesn't have a lot of guys. Like it's nice to have a guy that you can move up and down the lineup that knows exactly how the league works and settles things down is a really smart player. Um, is he going to produce a ton of points? Probably not, but it, it just gives you, it gives you a lot of flexibility and coaches love having guys on that they know they trust and they know is a good person. Like it's, uh, it's going to help your room. Okay. All right. Enough with the room stuff. We have enough players in the room that can help with the room. Um, here's my Ridley Gregg, I would think would be the third line center on this team. And then no disrespect to Mark Kastelik. I think he's just the better fourth line player to be in that role. Um, would you take Josh Bailey over Ridley Gregg in your third line center spot? Well, I want to see how Ridley Gregg does here. Uh, like I talk about exhibition, not being that vital for certain players, but it's more vital for guys like Ridley Gregg like I want to see what he does here in the last couple games no I I think where this team is heading for the future he's a central piece that you yeah. want him playing right now and, and getting reps I think I think there's a room for both if you do the numbers with with Shane Pinto out of the lineup I I think there's room for both but but you have to make room for Shane Pinto. this is the problem well yeah it's not like but he's hurt they need to make room for him yeah but it's like hey you're getting it, it's not – this isn't something that doesn't happen where this bleeds into the regular season. Like you're, It's a it's a game right now you're playing of, of, uh, of chicken with the player. The player's agent's playing it. The team's playing it. Trying to find common ground. It's a negotiation. It could take some time. It might not, well, but it, oftentimes it does, right? Was it not yeah. – um, oh, Toronto. Who am I thinking of? The RFA. Nylander. Did he not almost sit till December? It was late. Was it yeah, not? That? Yeah. Like it, it's that's... it it's not uncommon. Like so 
yeah, and especially if Ridley Gregg plays really well in training camp, like, well, it's, oppor- it's an opportunity for him, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and that puts the organization views that as putting more pressure on a young player who's watching another young player do his job. And especially if that Ridley Gregg plays well, it's it just it, it brings more pressure to the situation. And it's it's just uh, it's part of the business. Like, you know that we, we all know that it's just how long is it going to take? Like, unfortunately, when the player is looking at the player always wants the team. You know, publicly, they'll say they want the team to do well, but you don't really because if the team's not doing well, there's a better chance of you signing. Well, that's right. That's, do you, so it's, do it's you start just, to plan? Maybe I look at the 20 game mark and see where the where they're at. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I never was a holdout. Like I went to arbitration, went to arbitration once. Uh, he doesn't have arbitration rights, nope. but that's that's why that's so important for some players. You avoid situations like this because. Teams, a lot of teams don't have a problem doing this. It's part of the tactics. So it's, uh, yeah, it's like I said, it's, 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 it's very tough for all parties involved. I'm, the coaching staff, they're not liking it either because he's an important player. Like, yeah, it's, so it's not, it's not good for anybody. I can't stress how important your three centers are to your hockey team. Yeah. Exactly. And not only that, it just moves people around that shouldn't be in certain spots. And that affects how your team plays too. Mm-hmm. But hey, Ridley Gregg's happy. <laughs> He's like, take yep. your time. <laughs> I'm liking this. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, don't rush. No rush, Pins. Don't rush. I'll take care of things for you here, Pins. <laughs> uh, one thing that has looked good, and that's their goaltending so far, or at least uh, I'm talking about Corpus Allo and Forsberg. Uh, they look ready to go. I, I'm really excited to see how Anton Forsberg's going to play this year. I think he, and remember going back earlier in the summer, people were skating with him going, he looks really, really good. And that's how I based how he's going to progress into this season. Like players, players are excited to see uh, how Anton Forsberg is going to play. I, I've always liked Forsberg as a goaltender. I, for me, I look at work ethic and, and this guy works his tail off. We, we've, we've brought this story up, I don't know, two or three times, riding the bike on Christmas Day, coming back from injury last year, trying to just get any advantage he can. I love that, especially with a goaltender. I play with a lot of goaltenders that are pretty lazy. This guy is the, this guy is the, this guy is the opposite of lazy. Who? I'm not, I'm not throwing anybody. Give me one. That was, that was a long time ago when guys didn't train and work hard. They're just naturally good at the position. Um, a lot but of this guys guy, train. a lot of guys that didn't train, but the, I, I love this. I, I, I think he's a real deal. I thought that Corpus Allo signing was very good. I think they've got one of the best tandems uh, in the conference. I really do. Yeah. I, I think the, they're in a very good position if, if these two stay healthy to have one of the best tandems in the league. Interesting to see how it's going to play out. Yeah. Uh, oh, but by the way, before we go, um, I know there's something else to discuss hockey-wise, but I put out on social media that you needed a nickname. I do. For Grandpa. I got a couple I would like to pass uh, to see wow. what your thoughts are. But there have been others on the social media machine. Um, someone just came by with the Grinch. I don't <laughs> Not sure. Maybe. The Grinch, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's, the Grinch is my buddy at the golf club, uh my buddy Johnny Lapierre, there's certain people in life 
Yeah. But they, they have Grinch bodies. You know what a Grinch body is? I don't. The Grinch body is guys that are really thin. And they got that little paunch like the Grinch has. That's called the Grinch body. It's the skinny fat guy. You know how the Grinch is built? He's long and he's got the little boiler at the bottom. It's just, you know, everybody knows the guy that has a Grinch body. Johnny's I feel got like the you Grinch just body. discussed or you just described me. Um, we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> you're not that, you're not that, you're, you're not that great because you got, you're a little beefy up top. Like you, <laughs> you got to be very, you got to be thinner up top to pull the Grinch body off. Uh, Papa J.O. Uh, PP, as your love for PP. Uh, Pop Pop. Poppy G sends Pa. I have a couple. <laughs> Big Poppy. I know somebody else has taken it, but I feel like that could be good. And did you ever watch the show? Uh, uh, oh my God. The Jersey Shore? No. Are you aware that, of the Jersey is Shore? That, is that with the Jersey Housewives? No, no. You remember like Snooky? No, I never okay. watched that. All right. So, yes, th well, I think you could be. Jay Wow. <laughs> I think Jay Wow. Jay Wow. Jay Wow, I think is how it should be. Yeah. Wally, that's, you know what? I don't often agree with you, but that's not bad. That's not bad. Huh? It's, tr it's trendy. It's hip. Well, it may not be trendy, but Jay Wow, it is. <laughs> I'm okay? not a rap. People are gonna think I'm a rapper, but yeah, no, yeah. For people that don't know, my daughter Alexandra, they're gonna her and boy are gonna have their first child in the beginning of April. I'm fired up. Yeah, well, yeah, good to hear, Jay. Wow, good to hear. <laughs> hey, don't. Uh, that, that's a good. It's a good suggestion, but I want more suggestions. Like there might be better ones. Like uh, I didn't mind uh, the second one you said there, not uh, JJ. The other one before that, Dave. I think Dave sent it in. Oh, what's like? What about Big Poppy? I don't mind. No, that's the guy. That's the guy from. Uh, that's the, the guy retired. from the Boston Red, the Red Sox. Yeah, Ortiz. But, Can't but steal I don't thunder. believe the two of you will be in the same room, but I'm at not the same time. Like, if like, you're, hey, if Big got, Poppy, and you both turn around. Okay, if you've got Big in front of one of your names, you've got to be big and jovial. And I'm not that guy. I, I, I don't got the big boiler yet. Wait, didn't. Didn't Bobby call you like big, big pot? Like what was his nickname for you? It started with big, big, uh, big Yorkie. <laughs> See, uh, now, now I come with big poppy and you're like, no, no, that's ridiculous. Andy, uh, Andy Delmore, uh, who I played with in Nashville. Oh, good buddy. Yeah. Good buddy of mine. Assistant coach for the Windsor Spitfires. He used to call me beef Yorkie. Beef Yorkie. That's not very yeah, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Beef Yorkie. <laughs> Love Delhi. Uh, all right. Uh, games in Halifax tonight. Sydney Crosby in the lineup. Lots nice. of excitement. Uh, now we're down to three games left, right? They play uh, against Pittsburgh tonight. Then they play in Winnipeg. Uh, and then they close it out against the Montreal Canadiens over the next five days. Is, Car is Carl in the Carlson in the lineup tonight? I don't know. I haven't seen their lineup either. I, I'm not sure. I, It'd be fun if he was. I know this yeah. is a big game for Pittsburgh because of of Sydney for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, it's getting down to the nitty gritty. Like this, like I said, the last couple of games they're always important for a few players on the team. Um, Bailey, Ridley, Greg, uh, a couple of those spots. J Jacob Bernard Docker, very important games for him, even though he's on the one way. Um, yeah. So no, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be uh, it'll be fun to watch. 
does Shane Pinto get signed before the start of the season, Jason York? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Uh, reason being is I, re- I really believe in this ownership group. And I think they want to, I think they're going to push. And this, I have no knowledge of this. This is just my gut feeling that they're going to push and, 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 and try and get things expedited here. And with Steve Steos coming in as well to lend a helping hand, um, maybe it helps speed the process up. Maybe it doesn't. That's just my gut feeling. I, I, I think they get all hands on deck before the season starts. Gut feeling. Uh- uh, Scott W says Carlson is playing. I, I don't know if that's good, nice. but I, uh, it would be a fun lineup. Uh, I think Pit- yeah. can Pittsburgh make a noise? Wait, hang on, don't answer that. Uh, Monday is our yeah, season but- preview show, yeah, yeah. So hey, we haven't even, we haven't, we didn't even talk about Steve Stales today. Did we not discuss him in the last show? That was on a Friday, I guess not. We uh, haven't even talked about it. No. well, like, you know why? Because it. Uh, it was well. It felt like it was so well known, yeah, that he was exactly. coming. In. But but this is I listen. This worst is kept secret. <laughs> yeah, worst kept secret. Next, that and Sarah Lee are coming back. Two of the worst kept secrets ever. Um, and, the, and Michael Ann Lauer being the owner. Um, yeah, but that's no. like that's a solid. You think about six weeks ago or whatever, and now you have Michael Ann Lauer, serial leader, and Steve Steos in your organization. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. I've known Steve. I've known Steve for a long time. Like he and I came into the NHL around the same time. Uh, played junior hockey against one another as well. Has really paid his dues along the way. Like if you look at his resume on, on what he's done, um, worked for the Leafs for a while. Uh, great success in junior hockey, uh, especially with those Hamilton teams. What he did. Very smart guy. Um, very calculated and uh, will be a tremendous asset for this organization. I, I, you know, people are going to say with, for sure, you, when you're the owner, you bring in what you're comfortable with, but Michael Andlauer, it's, he's very comfortable with a very good hockey person. This is uh, this is, this is an excellent move for the, for the organization and just, just more people in the hockey ops department. And now someone overseeing the entire the entire department is just, it, it's something that was, was badly needed. And now it's just more eyes, more, more opinions, more debate, more talking about things. Um, I, it's fantastic. And, and Steve's a, like I said, he's a, he's a, he's a very good hockey mind and, and a good person too. And inter- like I will, Michael Anlauer did confirm what we all thought was that he just wants someone in there. He knows and trusts. And that's, yeah. Right, that that's important uh, to him, especially well, this, when he's he's got Steve Stales because it's, those two are very close. But you need some kind of oversight, and there hasn't been any for the last three years. Oh, hey, he just spent he just spent a, a billion, close to a billion dollars on a team with like I would be doing that. Yep. <laughs> You're be, damn right. It's just like it's just it might be one person too. <laughs> so it's just hey, this is your most valuable. This is anybody that saw Michael Andlar, like he is so passionate. And uh, like I said, everybody knew this was going to happen. It's a great move. Uh, And uh, I just know from my experiences, knowing the type of person Steve Steos is, knowing what he's done, it's, it's, it's an excellent, 
excellent move for the organization. Now the becomes what does Steve Steos do with his with this organization, right? What's what's his plan to build this hockey ops department? And I think that's that's interesting. Obviously, I don't know how Daniel Alfred is not part of it, right? Um, that would be interesting to see how uh, where he fits into all this as well. Yeah, everything in due time. Like I would say, things have happened pretty quickly since the keys to the Senators have been handed over to Michael yep. Landlauer. And, yep. and now you've got a, a person in the position that's going to make the moves as time goes along. And I, I think things have happened very quickly. And I think in due time, Daniel Alfredson will be, will be part of the Ottawa Senators. It's just things take time to, to work out and, and, and see what the role is going to be. But I do think at the end of the day, uh, he will – I, I see him there. And again, that's just, that's just my gut feeling on things. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll wait to uh, talk in, check in tomorrow after tonight's Penguins game. Well, uh, Bobby will be joining us. I think, I don't know how the internet works in Nashville. It seems to be okay for you. Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm on the hotel <laughs> Wi-Fi. It's working just fine. Wait. So you two ran into each other the other day. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was great. Yeah. 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 Bob had his, uh, there's us in front of the hotel together. And you know, it's funny because when we started doing this show, Bob and I had real, had really never met in person. Yeah. Like we didn't play together. He's quite a bit younger than I, um, I, I met him a few times when I was working for Sportsnet doing a few things, but we never, you know how it is. You go in the dressing room. And he, yeah. It's a, quick. Seeing him. it's a, it's, it's a quick hello, but no, it was yeah. great. We, uh, we chatted for about an hour and a half. Got a chance to meet to meet uh, Bob's new girlfriend. My wife Laurel was with us. Had a great time. Told a few funny stories about Nashville. And it's funny, Bob and I's careers are very similar. Besides the fact he was drafted very high and I was drafted in the seventh <laughs> round. But besides that, we both played in Anaheim. Yeah. We both played in Ottawa. We both played in Detroit. And Bob and I have a mutual friend who's very close with Laurel and I, and he's very close with, with Bob. Uh, he owns one of the best restaurants in Anaheim. His name is Bruno Serrato. Serrato owns the Anaheim White House Wally. Fantastic restaurant. And when Bob and I started getting talking, like we said, wow, we both were really good friends with Bruno. So it's amazing kind of how a lot of similarities uh, in, in, in some of our career stops, which we talked about uh, the other day while we we're sitting here at the W. Or at the it, W. In, in Nashville, you don't say W, you say W. Yeah. The uh, it's amazing how many players are now located in Nashville. Well, it shouldn't be amazing, I guess. It's a great place, it's but nice. there's a lot of people moving to Nashville, especially the Franklin area. Um, all right, well, uh, give Bobby a shout or go hook up your internet at his place. Uh, hopefully, we'll see him tomorrow. <laughs> that's that's what I should have done. I should have went over. <laughs> all right, what's going on over here? Why seems are like you... he seems like he didn't invite you over, Yorkie. No, he wanted to come in. He came into town. He lives. He lives fairly like he's not close by to downtown. So we decided we'd he'd come into town, make a night of it. They went for dinner. We just spent. Uh, yeah, we just hung out for a couple hours. Just got to chat in person. It yeah. was nice. I, I have a rule, uh, Wally. Uh, when you go to town, and there's someone there you know that's a friend, it's called the Good Guys Club. To be a member you have to make an effort to hook up with that person when you're in town. And when you're the person in town, you make sure you, you get together. And that's, you know, that's a good guys club. Good guys do that. Fair enough. Uh, all the times you've come to Stittsville and never given me a show, but anyway, um, 
the well, okay. uh, you, you got to get in the club. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we'll chat more about it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> we'll see how this all plays out. Anyway, uh, good to see you again, Yorkie. Uh, take care, and we'll uh, chat tomorrow. Hey, thanks for doing this, by the way, in Nashville. You fly home today, right? Yeah, we're taking the yeah. uh, we're we're flying out in about uh, three hours. So yeah, I'll be so back in Ottawa tonight, ready for the game. Perfect. Safe travels, my friend. Talk to you soon. See you, Wally. Thanks. See you, everybody. See you, everybody. Appreciate you stopping by. That's uh, coming in hot for Monday, October the 2nd. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.